And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents Devin's Things I Like. I'm Devin, and this is what I really like. You know what I like? Bicycles. I like everything about bicycles, especially riding them. And not just because I'm too poor to afford a car or all those pending DWI charges, but because exercise is good for my body and mind. And I'm pretty sure that all the time that I've spent on that bike seat has made me sterile, which is good for society as a whole. Bicycles, you're what I like. Take cover, son. Gliding and swerving. Didn't have to blast them, but I did anyway. When I was a uh, kid, that fucking that fucking um, song scared the shit. Out I of knew me. you were gonna say that. It did. It, it did. Cypress Hill, you're talking yeah. about. When I fucking um, you pictured them committing murder. When I first heard that song and saw that video uh, on late night, like uh, like on 120 minutes or wherever the fuck they played it, or Yo MTV Raps, or like later, when that came out. I was like, oh my god, these people are walking around killing people? <laughs> like, I was fucking... And you find out that they're just, like, fucking nerds, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. they re- that really scared me. I'm like, the guy was just dancing weird at a party, so he shot him? <laughs> you feared the hill? Yeah. He didn't have to blast him, but he did anyway? <laughs> they, you know, I got a hand at the hill, because they actually gave the impression of being murderers. You know, yeah, no, right, yeah, they, they, uh, they were very descriptive about their, you know, their heat. Yeah, no, right. I just said, yeah, no, yeah, no, right. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I feel you. Um, yeah, and then, and then, you know, and then you find out that send dogs like fucking hanging out with Cottonmouth Kings and the other dude <laughs> yeah. like got a PhD from fucking Harvard or whatever. Did he really? No, I have no idea. Uh, that's usually how it works. I feel like the only real gritty gangster is Red Man. He's the only one. I guess because of that Cribs episode, he lives in like a shithole. What about Bushwick Bill? Oh, yeah, he's a dirty motherfucker. Yeah, he yeah. was a fucking... Uh, I guess when you're a midge and you get your eye poked out, it's just nothing but killing from there. That right was now. another... The ghetto boys used to fucking scare me. Yeah, like when I was Like, when I was a kid, I was like, I, I was afraid of them. Yeah. Uh, I would listen to their music, but I would be afraid of them. Yeah. Like, super the, gully. You don't, you don't get that from rap anymore. Anyway, no. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. <laughs> My name is Devin. And I'm Rich. Um... Yeah, you don't get that from from rap anymore. I'm sure, like nobody's afraid of rap guys no, anymore. No, but when we were kids, they were just straight up scary. They were real gangsters, real yeah. dirt merchants. Yeah. I think that whole real gangster age died with the Biggies and the Pox and the Fifty. You know, maybe Fifty was maybe the last one. But I mean, maybe even they... Fifty though became a cartoon so quick. Yeah, like he might have actually been from the streets, and and everybody knows he got shot up and all that stuff. Mm. But then he he was so quick to sell out and start selling soft drinks and shit that yeah. it like made him you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, I can't think of I when that era died. I think same almost the same with music. Once we crossed into the two thousands, you know everything became it went from WWF to WWE. <laughs> Yeah, right. That, I, that was the analogy I was going to use. Like old, like old gangster rap 
was like when you still believed that wrestling was real. Yeah. And then you and then you slowly find out that it's not and you're like, oh okay. It's such a good analogy. I'd hang out with Bushwick Bill. I'd take Bushwick Bill if he was wearing Velcro and throw him into a Velcro <laughs> wall or whatever they do. Um speaking of uh I wanted to get onto this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm drinking a little vodka and this is very important to me. All right. So if the end of this show trails off into hell, I don't mind. But I want the beginning to work because this is a topic that's been bothering me and I could not wait to get in front of this mic and talk to you about it. Let's talk about it. So today, I think it might have been today or it might have been yesterday. The Seattle Police Department, right? If you're a fan of the Awkward High Five podcast or, an, or a casual listener of the Awkward Five Pi- uh, High Five podcast, you know that uh, we talk a lot in 90s and, yeah. uh, and one of the topics that always comes up is uh, one... A Curtis a Cobain yeah. from Seattle, Washington. Um, Big influence. Yeah, Big sure. Influence. Yeah, we were we were we were right on that in that age group, and we were musicians, and Nirvana meant a lot to us. So they re- the Seattle police released today or yesterday, sometime very soon, for the first time ever, a picture of the gun that Kurt Cobain throwing up airstreams now mm-hmm. killed himself with. Good. Okay. Good. Or Alan Wrench. Well, here's the thing. Um, first off, I don't know why it's not the anniversary of the death. It's, it's well over two decades. I know why we'll get into that though. But, uh, I just think I, well, my, my, uh, my hypothesis Mm -hmm. is that the Seattle police department just want more hits their website. Maybe they want to sell some advertising or something. It's it's a good idea. I have no idea why would they do this, but anyway, they did it. And there's a, let me show you the picture here. Yeah. There's a picture of Detective Mike Sienski, or whatever his name is, holds the shotgun that rock legend Kurt Cobain, that's weird to even hear rock legend, yeah, rock legend. legend Kurt Cobain used to kill himself on April 8th, 1994. Okay. Take a look. Let me see. Now look, let me tell you one thing, RTG, Richie Rich, Richard, uh, still I, don't believe it. Look, let me, let me just say what I'm going to say here. All right. I have, I have never been... A proponent of the theory that uh, that Kurt Cobain was murdered. Mm-hmm. I, I I I leave it open. Um, I I I look at it the same way that I look at religion. Well, it might be, but I don't fucking know. You right. know, I'm an atheist when it comes. Yeah. To, I'm an agnostic when it comes right. to that. Right? We weren't there. Who are we to judge? Who right. say what happened and what didn't? I've always sided on the fact that the guy just killed himself because it's easier for me as a fan uh, and uh, to to just take that mm-hmm. and feel like the guy was troubled. I don't want to think that his yeah. wife or anybody else conspired to murder him. You just don't want to be a cockroach crawling over the corpse of Kurt Cobain. Exactly. Yeah. Now let me tell you, by looking at this fucking picture and that gun. There is no way that dude killed himself. Absolutely not. There is no fucking way. Do you see how big yes. this fucking gun is? Right. That's the now first look, thing I thought of. Now look at look at uh. What do you use a stick to pull the trigger? Look, look at Detective Mike Sieski. Now you know Kurt Cobain was a tiny little dude. Yes. Wee little guy. Yeah. This dude, police and frail detective, as a fucking porcelain doll. You could kind of tell he's kind of uh, like I know he's in the forefront, but you can kind of see a door. You kind of see some cabinets and a and a billboard. Uh, I mean, like a chalkboard and shit. So um, you could kind of get a gauge of how tall he is, and I guarantee you that this guy is bigger than than Kurt Cobain. I'm sure, yes. And and if he was to put that gun at his feet, uh, the barrel of that gun would be well past his head, yeah. or or it maybe it might be it might be close to his head. However, there's nothing unless there was legitimately the the old gag of the toe attachment. Yeah. Like to to pull it off. There's no yeah. way that you could you could one person could kill themselves with this gun, and especially the fact that it was supposedly in his mouth. 
Is that the, that's what I was going to ask you because you've you've looked into this more. Yeah. Because I normally shy away from it because I just don't even want to know. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh. But yeah. So did he did he shoot himself under his chin or in his mouth or whatever? Well, whether, he obviously didn't do it on his through his temple. I mean, that would have been possible. I mean, <laughs> under the chin makes it even more impossible than through the mouth. Under the chin, I go. <laughs> Is you, you, where I drew some blood. Like, look how long the barrel is on that baby. You know what I mean? To put that in your mouth, suppose. Well, no, I know. I, I, well, just on what? Where did the gunshot enter his? Uh, it doesn't matter if if he killed himself or not. I'm just saying, was it through his mouth, or did he never even said that? Again, it was never you know spoken about. But when someone blows their head off with a shotgun, what is? How is? anywhere except the mouth even close to possible well right okay like when they said shotgun um i always just pictured one of those like like a 12 gauge pump oh yeah like like a smaller shotgun which i kind of even then i was like how do you get your hand down that low but then i was kind of like all right i could see that Mm. but now that i see this actual gun and for anybody at home who hasn't looked at this already it's all over the place just google kirk gun it'll pop right up I mean, this thing looks like a hunting rifle yeah. with a fucking, like, a, a it looks muzzle. It way more like it. a rifle, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess technically it's a fucking shotgun. Mm. But, you know, like, I'm not a gun guy. I've, I've never even fucking held a gun. Mm. So just through playing video games and watching movies, I have an idea of what a shotgun is. Yeah. This is never what I imagined. Right. It's not a 12-gauge pump is what you're saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's just, it looks, it literally looks like a giant hunting rifle. Exactly. At, Which with an extension impossible. at the end. To put in your mouth and pull the trigger with your own hand, especially being Kurt Cobain, especially being that whacked on drugs. Now, I know they say, oh, the toxicology report reveals that he was on a deadly amount of heroin at the time. I mean, come on, people. If you're Kurt Cobain and you had that much money, I'm sure your tolerance to drugs is way off the meter to where it's not a deadly amount. He was probably just getting high, maybe probably a little bit higher than usual, being that he wanted to kill himself. But there's no, you know, it, I'm sure it wasn't a deadly amount. Right. Well, they say that all the time, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, it's like went went like at uh, at AA or not AA, even but, a breathalyzer. But what? Yeah. Like 0.08, they say is drunk. 0.08 isn't drunk. That's yeah. just fucking normal. Yeah. I think I'm 0.08 all day. And they say like uh, 0.2 something is coma. That ain't coma. Or it's just fucking drunk. That's Friday night. And <laughs> yeah. and fucking uh, or like uh like um when if you do get busted for drinking or whatever, and then you have to go to like an evaluation thing and they're like and then you're you're filling out the thing and, and they're like, uh how many drinks do you have a week? And you're like, ha, I'm gonna lie on this and you put like mm-hmm. five to seven and drinks still a week. Like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like five to seven drinks a week, that's nothing. They're just gonna let me go. They're gonna be like, This guy's straight, and you put five to yeah. seven, they're like, You're an alcoholic, they slap cuffs on you and shit. Oh, tell me about it, brother. Yeah, so that that's that kind of thing. But I'm just going to say here, on the record, uh, I, Devin Ferry, from the Awkward Hi-Fi podcast, now totally believe of sound heart and mind. Is that what it is? Sound mind and body. Yeah, sound, Puget Sound. Yeah, appropriate. That uh, Kurt Cobain absolutely no fucking way shot himself it just didn't happen welcome to the party pal and this might be uh this might be the reason another reason that they put this out maybe this is them saying like in a in a sly way being like look let me just show you this fucking gun the next next time they put out photos is gonna be a big smile and pick of alan wrench you think alan wrench is uh in hiding someplace right now he should be man he should be that shit's crazy man and like you know, even without seeing that picture of the gun, I, I knew it. I fucking, you know, just hearing the, 
The biggest thing is hearing the testimonies from his closest friends and family saying, no way did this man kill himself. He wanted to live. He didn't want to die. And all the outsiders that know bits and pieces about Kurt through biographies and the way he lived his life, he seems like a suicidal person. But when, you know, when you really cut it down, you know, the same way, the same people that say he was the anti-rock star, he hated being in the limelight. That's what drove him to suicide. He hated the fame. Dude loved it. That was his goal from the rip. He wanted to be a rock star. Well, do you know, do you know who says that? You know, the person, like all those things that we heard about Kurt, about how he would turn limos away and he didn't want to be noticed and all that shit, right? The person who has said that to the media the most, as far as I know at all, was Courtney Love. I knew it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's the one that I, now when I think she was setting this whole thing up from the jump. Now, when I think back at it, like a lot of the things that I know about Kurt Cobain and I thought of, like I, I had an idea of him when I was a kid was through her interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember her specifically saying like, oh, Kurt wants to be so punk rock that he turns away limos and annoys me because I want to ride in limos. But he just wants regular cars to come pick she's him up. A shitty, and shitty all that person. stuff. Yeah. And everyone that knew, knew Courtney, even her own father, explains how she's such a shitty person person she would fuck dudes for the money she was such a gold digger she was just trying to find a guy that's gonna you know she could suck her way into fame or into (laughs) money and that's what she did and once there was that little threat of them getting divorced she was doing everything she could to get off his cash and the guy wrote a song called i hate myself and i want to die I mean, that's fucking like that right there. She was probably just like, that's all the proof I need. Exactly. You know, exactly. Make it look like a suicide and and say, ladies and gentlemen, the court, ladies and gentlemen, court. May I present to you evidence a the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great song, too. But it was a fucking image. The guy portrayed. He fucking loved his life. He loved his money. The thing that made him miserable was that fucking miserable, psychotic bitch with those purple nipples, with those disgusting nipples and the fucking her skin tone is scotch tape. She's fucking gross. Courtney Love brings a whole new meaning to purple nurple. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, this has nothing to do with it, but it's something I saw on the internet that just everyone should take a look at. She got into a fight with a sound guy at a whole show, and what the sound guy did in spite was turn down everything except her guitar and her vocals. Oh, yeah. So that's all you could hear. it was the biggest mess in the world. They yeah. should have put me on fucking stage to play guitar. Sure. And be better than her playing guitar and singing. Now, it was look. Horrid. Let me say this. You could probably do that for most fucking bands, and uh, <laughs> and, and that same thing is going to yeah. happen. Do it for Mark Hobbs. Not Mark Hobbs. Tom DeLong. Oh, don't be a hater, Richard. <laughs> we get Let called haters when we hate on uh, Blink 182. Let it begin. There's so many Blink 182 fans out there. I never There's even knew. There's a lot. Um, uh, yeah. Look. I fucking lived through this. That album lived through this. I fucking love that. Well, album. didn't he write that shit? Yeah, I mean that's what everyone says. But but even even though he didn't, like I'm gonna give Courtney Love props for that. Like as far as an album goes, I never saw a whole live. I don't believe. Did we ever see a whole live? I never have. Yeah, I don't think I ever have. And and I've seen like I've seen them live on like television and shit like yeah. that. And they're not very good. No. But that album is a fucking great album. That last fucking song on that album is one of my favorite songs. Uh, like I. I'm not going to take away her music, whatever. Mm. But, but uh, that band, I would say, they're held together by the drummer and that dude. And when they got that new chick bassist, she was amazing, too. 
But uh, well, you don't like Melissa? What is her name? A door or whatever? What did she? What was she? She was the original bass player. I'm and sure then she, she went was... on to play with the Pumpkins when Darcy left. Oh yeah, I'm sure she was great. But then they got this new bassist who was unbelievable. Yeah. But you know, you surround yourself with these great musicians. They hold the band together, and you're a public figure. So of course people are going to come to your show. But when this dude turned down everything except her vocals and her guitar, it was. Worse than bad. It's the worst thing you'll ever hear in your life. Was it as bad as Linda McCartney singing um, Hey Jude? A million times. Have you ever heard that? Nah. That's like the age-old thing. Same thing. Uh, some some fucking bastard. Uh, and you really are a jerk-off because Linda McCartney was like the sweetest person in the world. She was a great photographer. She was Paul McCartney's wife. Like, yeah, of course she was. Was she that sweet, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody loved Linda. And... Right. and, uh, and um, as far as I know, as far as I've read and you know, and all yeah, that stuff, it's just so tough. And but she wasn't a great singer, and she wasn't that great of a piano player. And but Paul would have her on stage with her, and and there was one performance where uh, where they were doing "Hey Jude," and um, and they isolated her fucking background thing, and it is like it's a mess, really, like really fucking bad. Yeah. Like uh, that's shitty, you know. But hey, if you're Courtney. And you and I can imagine from stories you've told me because you ran into her in person and things you hear from people that are very credible. Like if I hear an interview and Dave Grohl is speaking the truth, you listen to Dave Grohl. I'm sure I feel like the man has never told a lie in his life. That's a good man right there who knows a lot about music, a lot about his friends, a lot about Kurt. And he knows Courtney's a piece of shit. So when if if Dave Grohl's telling me Courtney's a piece of shit, there's no doubt in my mind that, that bitch is a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Kurt this whole episode because we've 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 burnt this topic to the ground on, right, on prior right. episodes. But that's just new things that just came out, and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just telling you right now. You've told me your whole Allen Wrench thing, and I was yeah. always kind of like, all right, that's interesting, but I never bought into it. But to me, that's fucking proof positive right mm-hmm. there. There's no way that a dude as small as Kurt Cobain was able to uh, to shoot himself in the head with that gun. It's just no yeah, way. whacked out on dope. And again, not going to spend time on this, but there is something I just want to say real quick, that this is the second time they've released photos of Kurt Cobain's apparent suicide, and a lot of it um, shows his drug kit, if you will, his uh-huh. set, and uh, it, you know, it shows the inside of his little cigar box with his pins and his spoon and his little... You know, his toys that he plays with when he wants to get high. And I feel like, the, you know, they keep re-releasing that same photo of his stuff over and over again. I feel like... Because drugs sell. Right. And I feel like they're just using... Being that heroin is so big now, they're using that as almost a, a deterrent, maybe? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which they should, though. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, you, I, honestly... You're using a man's death here. I, right. And I get that. I get where you're coming from. But also, I mean, of all the shitty things that media does, using using a, a, a role model to kind of be an anti-drug mess, uh, like, uh, you know, message to children or something isn't like so that, bad. isn't so fucking yeah. bad. No, I hear you. But, you know? you know, they keep doing it and doing it, and it's, you know... Yeah, I get it. So you're offended. The, the, you're offended as a drug user. You're offended. No, <laughs> this is a this is I'm a whole a, this I'm is a offended, whole new. Uh, I'm offended as a Kurt Cobain fan that they would you know put his drug use in the forefront before anything to use it as a way to be like, look, this guy killed himself. It was because of the drugs. No, it was because of that fucking bitch. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, totally. Okay, ready? Listen. Are you ready for this? You've never heard this before? This is an old radio thing. This has been going around forever. 
So they just yeah, so they're playing Hey Jude, right? Yeah. And you just heard that like the, the guy the sound guy just isolated their shit. Yeah, like, that, that was shitty. Alright, let's see if we can bring it up. It's the na 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 na's that are really bad. I heard. Oh lord. <laughs> oh no. Sad. I feel bad for her. I didn't feel bad for Courtney, but I feel bad. That's for what her. I'm saying. Linda was a sweet person. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Sounds like uh, like um, Mark doing backups and Lynn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dads. Yo. <laughs> la la. <laughs> oh, now you gotta find the Courtney thing. It's worse than this. It's worse. Okay, it goes on from there, but because it's also it's also her guitar playing that she's just missing every chord, every chord missing bar chords. You're missing bar chords, Courtney. You're supposed to be this rock star. It's fucking horrendous. I just hate her so much. I hate her for everything she's done to that man, for the the publicity she gets because of him, the money she's made because of him, the fame her band has acquired because of him. It's just. Such, yeah, and and the fact that and the, and all the, around gold digging, and the fact that we got robbed, uh, you know, we got robbed as fans, and mm-hmm. and in the music in music in general got robbed, you know, from the fact that you know this dude was twenty seven, he had yeah. he had decades of of good music to make and be for around her with. selfishness, right? For her greed, did or, you find it? I did. You ready? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh my god, this is so my, bad. maybe there's there's always oh here go. Holy shit. And she makes millions of dollars. So glad you can make it now. Her voice doesn't (laughs) matter. What is that? Look at my face. My name is Nimble how do you fuck up the guitar that bad? How is that even possible? She's just not playing. But here's my thing. Okay, I can't listen to it anymore. No, it's horrendous. But here's the thing. Why? Oh, and she's playing a Rickenbacker, too, which has the thinnest neck in the world. What a waste. Um, here's, here's the thing, though. She's got two guitar players. Uh, why? I, I understand that she wants to hold the guitar, but why even put it through the sound Seriously, system? Unplug it, you know, or turn the volume down. Fake it. She doesn't need it. She's just ruining everything. She's Man. disgusting. She just grosses me out. Her pussy has teeth and probably smokes cigars. Her pussy's name is Earl. <laughs> fucking gross. Is that what that show was about? My name is Earl? It's about <laughs> yeah, Courtney Love's puss? fucking pussy with teeth. Okay. We're, we're off Dentata. We're, yeah. We're moving off Moving right along. That's what that movie Teeth was about. Yeah, her. Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, so we talked about a few episodes ago... Uh, I'm cutting the Kurt Cobain talk off because you're, that's, you're that's getting fine. way too heated. I know. I'm, I'm going to start eating mics and getting passionate. I'm worried about your blood pressure. Me too, man. Um, so we mentioned a, a couple episodes ago uh, that we were, we were going to start doing a thing called... Oh, what's up, Dev Dag? And the whole point of... What's up, Dev Dag? <laughs> you forgot the O. Oh. oh, what's up, Dev Dag? Is uh, for you fine listeners at home to, uh, if you want to, you can uh, write me, Nam Dag... A uh, any question in the world that you want, and I will answer them. 
Oh, you're crossing them off. The, look how professional you are. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling it today. Uh, Lots to get into. And we haven't pushed it. And uh, and and b- because, it, uh, honestly, the reason why is because um, we were redesigning the website. And there's going to be, within the next few days, actually, if you go to the website, there'll be a page there with an anonymous um, thing where you could just, you, if you want to ask any question to to me, DevDog, or the Awkward High Five show, but I'll, I'll be answering them. Um you can ask me stuff too. Yeah, you can not, ask. Not like I don't tell you everything anyway. It's just under the oh, what's up, damn dang, and uh, it'll be on the website. You, you could you could write it there anonymously, or you could always send us an email or tweet us or whatever you want to do. So um, today we got a question from uh, a listener named Mark Wink Wink, um, <laughs> uh, and his question was this: If you had to relive one full year of your life without any changes, which one would it be? And why? It's a good question. It's a great question. Um, and if if we knew that this was coming and we didn't get this question today, there would be a sounder right now that was like, oh, let's have damn dang. Mm-hmm. We'll make that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to answer that question. And actually, this is such a good question, RTG. After I answer it, I'm going to throw it to you. We're both going to answer this okay, question. Okay. All right. So this might not technically be, you know, what's up, damn dang. But uh, it could know. be a what's up, damn dang. And RTG. And what's up, damn dang. And Rich. Yeah. Um... My year, if I was to relive one full year of my life without any changes, uh, it would be the fine year of 2003, uh, which... Good answer. I, I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Uh, here's why. Um, first off, graduated college, right Like right at the, uh, the beginning of 2000, the end of 2002, beginning of 2003. So I was finally done with that fucking school shit, which... Uh, I never, I never disliked school, but I remember towards the last couple semesters of college, I just wanted to get the fuck out. I was just yeah, done. That's how it is. I was You're just like, yeah, yeah. I, like I saw the end of the tunnel, and I was like, I don't want this. You lived it. Anymore. It was time to move on to the next chapter. And then 2003, if you recall, because you were there, was a fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great year. We were on the road with the band a lot. Yeah. Um, that was one of the major things. Uh, life was life w- was on the horizon. Yeah. It, all, all things were only up. Just graduated college. The band was doing good. We were going on tour. We recorded our album. Recorded our album mm-hmm. and released our album the same year, yeah. right? The, mm-hmm. uh, the main Grillers album, yeah. Soundways and Sunsets. We recorded in October and released in December. A uh, huge hit at the uh, Union Plaza Bar right here around the corner. Yeah. So oh, glad. No, the pool. The pool. Oh, pool. Yeah. Right, right, right. Sorry. Uh, I get those confused. Um, so glad that it's come that far in thirteen, however, thirteen <laughs> yeah, years. It made it down the block. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the album came out. We're we're traveling around the country playing music, which was great. Um, and then also, uh, it, um, I had a I had um, my lady situation was so good then, and I've I've thought about this before. I had a girlfriend who I a, a wonderful girl who I was in love with who was living in England at the time. Oh, she lived there. Yeah, she lived there, oh. and uh, and um, and then it, and and we were we were totally we were cool, but we were smart enough, we were uh, adult enough to realize that while I'm traveling around the country and she's living in England, shit might happen. So we took a mutual break. It was no one's feeling got hurt. We just we took a break, saying like, while we're doing this, like if shit happens, shit happens. That's very mature. It was very mature. Mm-hmm. And then and then here's the other thing is that while I was while she was away. And while we were doing our thing, I was seeing. Well, I was, there was a couple different girls that I was seeing, but but uh, but every girl that I was seeing then at that time was uh, was really great, like really great people. You know, like 
it was one of these times where I just had a gluttony of wonderful women in my well, life. It was the good vibes. There was good vibes in the air. So yeah, gonna, you know, you're gonna bring forth the goodness. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and and uh, and I, re- you know, it, like uh, not to put a damper on it because it's not a damper. I, I look back at that as a very very fun time in my life. But like, uh, there's like like uh, at least two of the girls that I was seeing at that time could have been i look back now as a guy who's 36 years old and single and who's been through some bad relationships and all that stuff and so you know sometimes you'll look back and you'll be like oh man i should have put more effort into that one or i should have put more effort into that one yeah and i would say that that was i look that's how good the quality of women were in my life at that time because there was two girls that were great quality girls that i was kind of seeing on and off while my other girlfriend was living in england that when my girlfriend came back from england i kind of just was like okay see you later and, you know, because I was so in love with the one girl who was living in, yeah. living in England. And then I managed to fuck that up, of course, down the road. But but anyway, my whole point... It was a very full and happy stable. It, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of love from every angle. Uh, graduated college, had an album come out that did pretty well. Traveled around the country, played music with my best friends. Uh, so, yes, 2003 uh, is the year that I would definitely, without changing... Go back and relive again. Now, is it straight up the year 2003, or are we overlapping into other years here? Well, that's the thing. I was going to add... Because that's cool. Because I also, that year... Well, I but I don't know if it was end of 2003 or beginning of 2004... I actually went to England, which was another great thing. Mm -hmm. I was there for two weeks and had a blast. And then as soon as you came back, we left for tour. Oh, so it was 2003. Yeah. Well, 04... Oh, it was the beginning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we toured March to April 04. Okay. So let's say, at like, uh, let's say middle of 03 to middle of 04 yeah. was, is my, my 12-month year that I would... Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was asking you. Okay. What's yours, RTJ? You know, mine, I was thinking about it, and I do have an answer. It's very bittersweet, though, because... Symphony? And, yeah, and it's a very almost selfish answer, because as the greatest things were happening to me in my life... Unfortunately, my mother was really sick, and right. she happened to pass away during the greatest moments of my own life. So it was almost like, you know, the usual RTG thing, where if things get too good, I got to get struck by lightning and shitted on because I'm not allowed to have everything perfect at once. That's just impossible for me. Like George Costanza? Pretty much. Cancer? Is it cancer? <laughs> yeah. That's it, man. That's the story of my life. So, But I'm going to have to go with uh, 2002. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. 2003 was amazing, you know, with all the band stuff and, you know, everything was really in good spirits, uh, friends wise, music wise and everything. Um, my thing is that I just enjoyed college so much. Yeah. You know, and you know, th- that was the beginning of, uh, you know, the, the permanent grillers, or the Grillers that was my favorite setup, if you will, the one that did tour and put out the album. Right. The Grillers, yeah. by the way, was our band. Yeah. yeah. And that was almost, you know, we, we were, know. We, we know were, what the name sounds like. We were uh, infants at that at that moment. We were just starting to play our shows. We were writing the songs that would become the record. And uh, we were. But st- we had already put out records. I mean, we'd been around. For- uh, no. Yeah, we. Rec- I mean, if you're talking about pre-grillers, the four-piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't even really consider that. Okay. All I, right. Fair that enough. Was, that was a bar band. Okay. We didn't really do anything too right. too amazing, but once we put the real that hurts. Thanks. I'm sorry. Once we put the real grillers together, that's when my spirits are high. Still in college, everything's going great. 
uh, the stable was full and happy, and I did happen to meet a great person that I did love at the time, and you know, still managed to keep other things flourishing and. Um, and then you fucked that up. Fucked that up royally. We're really good at fucking up relationships. Crashing and burning, baby. That's why we're, we're 35, 36 years old sitting in a studio talking to each other on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is because we don't, we, if, we had, if we had wives and children and shit, we wouldn't even be thinking about doing this. <laughs> well, we would have interesting, well, not interesting, but you know, we, would get to, we would get to do women be shopping jokes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, you know, my wife is so crazy. We haven't had sex in three months. Yeah. Bitch be shopping. When my, when my wife farts in bed, it smells like burnt rubber. <laughs> I don't say ew that much. That was pretty raw. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like that's what husbands talk about. I don't know. Well, you know, back to real quick. 2002 was a great year. Uh, I loved, uh, you know, the ass and the college was a good ass time. I mean, I did graduate in 2003, so it was 2002. So it was like prime time, I guess, when you're in college right before you graduate. But you're still, you know, living like you're just a permanent part of the school. So I, I graduated a semester before you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You graduated in the winter. I graduated in May. I remember that last semester, man. I was like li- literally, like not even figuratively, literally fucking marking the days off of my calendar. Like, yeah. get me the <laughs> fuck out you of here. Links. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. So I, we had different experiences towards the end of college. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm speaking selfishly here because my mom was, you know, terminally ill. And that was a nightmare. And she did happen to pass away in September of 2002. So, you know, I guess mine would be 02 going into 03, but it, during that time was the hardest time of my life. But, you know, it just makes you stronger. It makes you appreciate all the good shit you have. And I did have a lot of good shit at that time. So, uh, 2002 into 2003, you're my reliving moment. Wow. So, we're, we're, right, we're right in the same uh, area yeah. there. Well, it makes a lot of sense. We did every, all, you know... The, the meaningful stuff in life together. and So we, you know, you always look back at people who peaked in high school and you feel bad for them. So we just peaked in college. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. And it's been all downhill since then. No, no. Like, there's other years. There's other been, been great years. 2009 was a great year in my life. I was going to say 2009. Yeah. Um, We're right there, baby. We're yeah, right yeah. There. There's, yeah. There's been a couple of really good years in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. 1981, I remember being amazing. Mm-hmm. I was, like, shitting in diapers and uh, fucking... <laughs> I was a little upset about John Lennon being dead, but otherwise everything was all right. Yeah, the the 2000s were great, you know, the 20s, because you're out of college and you do a lot of traveling and stuff, and, you know, you, you just spend ridiculous amounts of money. Right. And just do all the fun shit you can while you're still young, and, you know. Well, that's a good question for... Dev Dag. Just say the whole name. Oh, what's up, Dev Dag? So, uh, so yeah, we're bringing that. We're bring. We're, we're, I shouldn't say bringing you back. We're going to start talking about it more. Yeah. So sooner, soon, soon after you hear this episode, because most people don't listen to this the day it comes out. If you go to our website, there'll be a page of LNSEMP Dev Dog. You can write an anonymous question, anything you want, any question about you, about the universe, about me, about RTG. Well, it's going to mostly be about Dev. RTG is it's going to be an oh, what's up, Dev? Dog. No, but what I'm saying is, I just wanted to participate. But what I'm saying is, I will answer any question to the best yeah, of my ability. Yeah. So if you have them. Ask them, and we'll be here for you. I can't answer too many questions, because I figured... Well, I didn't figure out. I was told uh, within the past few days of what I am, and it blew my mind. Method man? A method man? Are you a method man? I fucking wish I was the method man, but no, I am a... (laughs) Say it. You brought it up. Oh, oh, I blew your mind with this term. Yes. Um, Let the listeners know. I called... Me and you were IMing the other night. 
Yeah, I ended up crying in laughter. And we, uh, and well, thanks for setting it up that way because it's not that funny. Why? Uh, it's hilarious. We, but it's not. It's just true. It's just a word that you didn't know. Yeah, but when I, if, if you didn't know it and you look it up and then read about it, oh my god, I was dying. We were talking about Sunny Day Real Estate, and and I was talking, we were talking about the album Diary, and and I said, now I really want to listen to Diary, and you said, I do too, but I lost mine. <laughs> I lost my CD. And I said, I said, okay, uh, you luddite. I called you a luddite, <laughs> and said, it's just go to YouTube. And it's on there. And then you said, "What am I now? <laughs> what am I? And why is it pro- why is it proper?" And then I Capital said, "L." And then I said, "Look it up." And you said, "I can't." I threw out my Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yeah, but you never had heard of what a luddite was. Never before. have before. Oh. And after I researched it, I was on the fucking floor. Yeah, but you know that that's a term that people use. Like that's oh really? Yeah, yeah, Other yeah, people yeah. have been called that. Well, it's kind of become that's not fun. It's kind of become a general term term for people who are anti technology. Technology, yeah, yeah, yeah. really? Because of the luddites from the from the uh, English Revolution. But that's what makes it so funny. How these people were like smashing cotton gins and printing presses. Yeah. Now you're gonna make me do a history lesson on a high five. Yes, because it's fucking hilarious. So basically, what the luddites were for anybody who doesn't know, which I'm sure you all do but richie just doesn't no uh was um i forget his first name but his last name is ludd and uh it was during the at the beginning of the industrial revolution yes where factory workers who would generally uh sew and and do general milling and stuff like that they they were replacing them with machines and threatening their livelihood fucking technology man. so ludd put together a group of people which are basically like a, one of the first unions and their way of taking care of that was going around and smashing all the machines with bats and, and <laughs> yeah. poles and Love everything these to the people. ground. Right. So the term Luddite, which were what his followers were called, has since then become a term for people that are anti-technology. Uh-huh. RTG uh, is not only anti-technology, he just doesn't understand technology. Therefore, you are we a Luddite. We don't need it. So I told Dev I'm going to go around smashing everyone's computers with a bat. Well, don't do that today, a high five supercomputer, no. because we need that shit to yeah. put this on the air. Nah, it's going strong. It, that shit explodes way too much anyway. Well, it comes right back to life. It's a strong computer. I wouldn't fuck with that, but uh, I am going to go around smashing technology to live up to my Luddite-ness. Smash. I'm going to smash technology. You fucking smash that shit. You fucking technology. I'm going to smash you. <laughs> then I'm going to fucking smoke blunts. You, re- you ready to do this? <laughs> That was my fucking favorite story you've ever told. <laughs> that is a goodie. Um, okay, so let's get down to the nitty gritty here, yeah, Richard. Yeah, moving right along. You, Boom. You have made... <laughs> Crossing things off the list. You were... I, see, this is what <laughs> I was bitching about you after last episode about. I love the productiveness of <laughs> Thank you, thank you. All I ask is for you to show see, up with a list. Pen and paper. I'm a fucking Luddite. That's a pencil, Luddite. Oh, pencil. Yeah. <laughs> Pens are too high tech. You're, uh, I stick with the granite. You're so luddite that you're against graphite. You want, you no, want, I'm pro graphite. You want lead back in pencils. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so here's the fucking thing that you came up with. Yeah, um, you have come up with a fun how, little exercise. How many? Uh, there's about ten. How many? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. With another two added. Oh, extracurricular. Yes. Okay. So what this, what this is, is uh, Richie um, was bringing up slang words the other day, and I didn't understand what they were, right? Right. So he said a fun activity would be if he was to find some uh, new slang, or maybe old slang, or just slang in general. Mm-hmm. More on the urban side of things. Slang terms that the kids use nowadays. Well, I didn't really go for what the kids are using nowadays. I kind of just went for, uh, you know, 
some urban, maybe ebonic type words that would be tough to define if you weren't part of the community. And you're going to run them by me, and I'm going to tell you what I think. That, and you're yes. going to let me know if I'm right or am yep, I wrong. No peeking. So what's the name of your bit? Did you come up with the name of it? Uh, it's going to be uh, Ghetto Word Conjugation with the DevDag. Uh, here, say that one more time. Ghetto Word Conjugation with DevDag. I'm going to start you off easy. Okay. It's going to be a word you heard, but I guarantee you... Word to herb play tricks on the nerve? Exactly. But I guarantee you that the definition isn't what you think it is. Okay. Stop peeking. I'm not looking. Uh, I, I'm not a cheater. The word Except being... Except on the ladies, you know what I mean? <laughs> the word being... Booyakasha, booyakasha. Well, that's from Ali G. I know that. Well, it was in there. Okay. But and that's from what, the... But what do you think it is? That well, I know that's from the Ali G show because I watched the Ali G show, mm-hmm. and I think it's more just like a, I think it's like a uh, in your face kind of thing celebration. Incorrect. Ah, okay. You want to take another stab, or you want me to tell you? No, go ahead. I'm, I only get one, one, uh, one, one guess. I think it is actually a greeting. Okay. As defined by Webster's Urban Dictionary. It's a greeting. So if I come up like, to you... Like, assalamu alaikum? Yeah. Like, if you say hello, I say, booyakasha, my man, booyakasha. Okay. I always thought it was just like like a celebration, like... Uh, Me too. Yeah. Like, if someone says to you, that's going to cost two Gs, my man, you slap two Gs on the table and go, booyakasha. Like, in your face. All right. So now, uh, the next time I'm dating a woman and I and I meet her family for the first time and they say, hi, Devin, how are you? I'm going to go, Booyakasha! <laughs> That'd be awesome. Okay. All right. Then I was going to go even harder for the next one, but I'll give you an easy one. No, do what you got to do for the crew, my friend. All right. Tell me what you think dubs means. Okay. Dubs. Um, in the normal world, dubs would mean recording something, like mm-hmm. the recording of something, the mm-hmm. records of something. All right, well, that's ice cold. I think, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm doing a, a millionaire thing here. I'm, right. just, I'm running through in my mind. Okay, okay. But I believe from uh, my years of listening to hip-hop music that dubs are rims that people put on cars. Absolutely correct. Now, but the word dub... Is a certain type of rim. So, what do you think oh, I need, I, dub would classify this certain rim as? Because uh, that the word dub is is yeah, it's rims. Wait, so you're not get? I just got rims of a car, and you're not giving it to me. Well, because first the word, I need my clapping. The word dub, you wouldn't be able to describe all rims as dubs. It's a certain type of rim, or a certain size of rim. Twenty inch rims. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Dude, I feel for for a person who has uh, not owned a car in almost seven years, feeling pretty good about that. You get that. a star for that one. So I'm one. I'm uh, I'm I'm one for two. One, one for two. two. One for two. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. Fitty fitty. All right. So I'm gonna have to give you a really hard one that I've never heard of, and I'm sure and no one's ever heard of because when I saw this, I almost shit. So what do you think the word snake meal means? Because it kind of describes me a lot. So snake meal. Snake, snake meal. meal. So it's definitely not some sort of breakfast food made out of snakes. No. Okay. I'm just thinking. Snake I'm a millionaire in it up here. I'm, I'm, I'm running through my options. I would love to know if anyone even ever used or heard this word before. Because when I saw it, I was amazed. Is it a noun or an adjective? Um, it is a noun. Hmm. Okay. It's a very descriptive noun, but it's a noun. 
Um, I'm going to say a snake meal is something that uh if it, you think about it no i'm thinking it make, about it it makes sense what do you think me staring at over in the corner of the room <laughs> going um is well i'm just letting you know that no it, i know it's a, it's very um you know i don't obvious. need you out it's very obvious if you think about it i think a snake meal is whatever somebody uh steals so the so the thing that <laughs> the thing that a thief steals is the snake meal. like if you snake a meal yeah, or like, yeah, because you're a snake, and like, whatever you get, that's your meal. All right, good, good, good attempt. But no, snake meal is Wait, when. Are you saying yes or no? I'm saying no. Incorrect. Incorrect. All right. Sorry, Dad. Dad. That's okay. The answer is when you only eat one large meal a day. That is a snake uh, meal. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I was thinking, you know, snake... oh, because snakes only eat once a day. Yeah. But snakes normally well, only eat like once, once a, a month. month. Yeah. yeah, but one big ass rat. I so, am the snake. You're eating one snake meal. Like me, I'm a, I eat snake meals. I don't eat all day, but then I gorge myself with one huge meal. Yeah, that's healthy. Yeah, I know. I wonder why you have high blood pressure. <laughs> so you're one for three, Dev Dag. Oh, that hurts. All right. Okay. So let's see here. This is an easy one. Grip. Grip. <laughs> okay. Again, I know what grip means in the real world. Uh-huh. What does it mean in the urban community? Uh Oh, a grip is... um. Uh, like uh, fuck, like cash flow money grip. Yes, like, sir. Uh, Correct. It, what does that mean, though? Money. Cash, yeah, mean okay. Money, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm taking yeah, that one. You got it, baby. Two for three. Oh, two for four. Two for four. No, that's that's not two for four. Okay. Yeah, two for well, four. Well, that's two and two, though. What do you mean two and two? Two wins, two losses. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean two for four. Yeah, two yeah. wins, two. Okay. okay. Um, I just got to come out ahead on this shit. This is a tough one, and then I'll give you an easy one after this. Okay. I love all the prepping you're doing for me. Just say them. All right. The toughie. Janky. 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 We can't just keep saying janky. <laughs> uh, I know what jankos are. They were the popular uh, fucking uh, jeans worn in the 90s by Ooh. skaters and or rappers. A good thought process. It doesn't mean that, but it's a good thought process. Um, janky is a hanky that you put in your jeans. <laughs> good one, but no. It is ah! an inferior quality. An inferior quality is a janky. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I've never heard that toughie, before in my life. It's a toughie. Two for five. Two for five up in her. This list is pretty janky. It is pretty janky. Here's an easy one for you. Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> as in the yard. Uh, yeah, I know my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to have to say those titties. Oh, uh, not just the titties. Just, not just the titties. Please elaborate. Please elaborate. Uh, the jiggling of the titties. Uh, I'm going to have to give you a, a, a win on that. All right, good, thanks. Because the, the exact definition is... The way a woman carries her body is her milkshake. Oh, okay. All right, but I'll give you that one. Three. I always thought that song meant the way that I shake my tits around makes dudes want to fuck me. The way she carries her body. 
too. Not just the titties. We're going with the whole bod. The I milk. thought the milkshake was actually shaking of the milk clans. <laughs> yeah, like the milk in the tits. Yeah. Like uh, all the mucus that is behind this, yeah. I shake, and then guys come around and want to suck on them. Well, she defines her whole entire package, her tits, her ass, everything as the entire milkshake. Okay. So it's the way a woman carries her body is her milkshake. All right. I'm So I'm still batting 500 here, right? Yeah, three and three? I'm three th- and three? Yes. All right. Yes. I'm feeling good about this. Here's an easy one. Skrilla. Stop peeking. I'm not. I peeking. saw you looking at I the I can't list. read your fucking chicken scratch I know, anyway. I know. Uh, Skrilla. Skrilla. Skrilla, I believe, is also cash. Yes, it yes. is. Yes, it is. Correct. <laughs> Getting up there. Getting up there. Man, you know what? I can't wait until later when I'm cruising through Newark looking for prostitutes. I'm going to use all these terms and like <laughs> get a good one tonight. <laughs> all right. This is a, I love this one. I would love to use this one. When I read it, I laughed to myself. I was LOLing. And I hope you get as much, much enjoyment out of it as I do. What do you think an electric hammer is? An electric hammer. Uh, I know oh, I, I love it. I know what a d- divine hammer is. Actually, I don't, but... Uh, it could mean the same thing. One yeah. divine hammer. An, an electric hammer. An electric hammer. Love it. Okay, now let me ask you something here. Mm-hmm. Is this an actual device or is this a nickname for something? It's a nickname for something. Is it a nickname for like a move? Uh, it's... Uh, a maneuver? Well, well, it's an electric hammer. So let's say the hammer is the thing and electric is what makes it... Is what is part of the action. So this thing is doing something which makes it the electric hammer. Uh, you're, you're making this thing do something which makes it the electric hammer. And it's fucking great. I mean, the only thing I could think is an electric hammer would be a vibrator. No. Close, uh, but no. Because vibrators don't really pound. They just kind of vibrate. Right. It's close. It's a sexual thing. It's a sexual thing. Electric. Yes. All right. Give me one more guess. Yeah. Take your time. Because if you get it, I'll fucking cheer you on. An electric <laughs> hammer. It's something I've done to people before. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fucking narrow anything down know, with I your know. fucking dirt ass. <laughs> um, yeah. I do. You know, I, I just just tell me. I give up. It's when you touch someone with your boner. Like you graze it against somebody. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. What makes it electric? I guess the the fact that it's a boner. The hammer is the dick. The electric is when it's bonafide. Like the the electric fucking just uh, like uh, spark that you get when you rub your dick yeah, against somebody? Yeah, I guess so. You give someone the electric hammer. You electric up, you, youth. You go up, you're dancing with a girl. You got a hard on. You grind it up on her. You're giving her the electric hammer. <laughs> fucking love it. Can I tell you a quick side story real quick? Sure. Just just shot into my head. So wh- where am I now? You're five for eight. Oh, that's a that's a loss. Um, okay. No, you're more than fifty percent. I was at a I was at a party one time while we were in college, and uh, it was at uh, our friend's frat house, our roommate's frat house, or whatever. And I wasn't having like a good time. So you gave someone the electric hammer? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is this. I swear to God, I fucking um, I, I like wasn't having a great time. I was kind of just hanging in the corner, drinking some beers or whatever. And there was this like girl who uh, she was like, you know, regular girls would hang out at a frat house, like fucking scantily clad and uh-huh. fucking was drunk as shit. And she saw me in the corner and she came over and she started grinding me okay. like like straight up grinding fucking. You she know, gave you the electric milkshake. She gave me the electric fucking <laughs> vaginal canal. Okay. And uh, 
and but and I was like I wasn't that into it, but for some reason I fucking got hard as shit like nice. the second no, but but it, but it was funny because because uh, she, something about a thick girl that they're quick to give boners. She wasn't thick. Oh no, no, she was oh, sexy. Okay, okay. But what I'm saying is that like normally if a girl that like has some clothes on and, and you don't have the prospect of having sex with you don't like get a heart on right away but there was just something about it just just made me spring up and i guess she <laughs> felt it and she kind of looked at me and was like Pfft. and oh. they like walked away like if you get a heart on that quick you probably fucking finish that quick oh, see you later no. dick. wasn't I was, feeling the electric hammer no it wasn't Dev dog's electric and hammer. i was like one divine hammer <laughs> F-Dog's Electric Hammer. That is going to be the name of my solo project. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. Coming, coming later this year. <laughs> I love it. Okay, how many? so how many have we done? Uh, we've done eight. You've gotten five correct. No, I've gotten five wrong, right? Oh, you're, you're five. Wait, you didn't get Electric Hammer, right? I did not get Electric oh, Hammer. Oh, so you're four for eight. Oh, man. Oh, so I'm still so batting 500. Fi- yeah, four and four. Four and four. 50%. Man, I could have fucking cheated. See, that just goes to prove to the world that I am not a cheat. No, honesty. All right, here's an easy one. Okay. One time. One time, one, one time. time. Like the Fuji song? Well, no, because that's that's not the proper definition. What is the proper definition of the term one time? Uh, it's hard for me to think that it's anything else, but let's just one do time. this once. But I guess it's not that. No. Um, I'm going to say... It's an action. It's an action. A one time... Oh, it's a uh, one night stand. No. Ah! Incorrect. Incorrect. Four for nine here. Four for nine. The proper correct answer, according to Webster's Ebonic Dictionary, would be when you see the police. Wow, that doesn't make any sense. Well, the definition being that, you know, they sc- if you see the cops and everyone runs, they scream one time because the definition explains that you're only giving it one look before you're out. Okay. That's, All right. that's the definition. I get it. What happened to just good old five o or Popo? That was also in there, but I thought I or hit whoop, you it whoop. one time. Or hootie hoo, hootie hoo. Okay, so where are we at now? I, I, the final one, number ten. So I got to get this right to just come off tied. I'm behind one right now. If you want fifty percent, you got to get this okay. correct. And you have extra curricula. If I tie this, you have another one that I could tie break with, right? Yeah, I got another two. Uh, it is extra credit, yes. Because victory is important to me here. Okay, well, you could get this one. It's. Uh, I'm yeah. looking. I, I'm looking for some from some ghetto women in my life. I want them to know that I can not too. only walk the walk, but I could tuck at the top. <laughs> it's very important. Okay. Um, this one. It's a not very common term. I haven't heard it until I looked it up. But if you think about it, you I'm, can get it. I'm gonna get this one. All right. I got it in me. I feel it in my veins. The term is kicking dicks. <laughs> kicking dicks. <laughs> Oh, man. It just doesn't mean kicking people in the dick? No, it's an action. It's an action you would do alone, but you're kicking dicks. Kicking di- I, I, I'm going to say thank you for all the uh, the extra descriptions that you give on this. Well, you kind of have to or else uh, you're in the dark. It's an action that you would do alone, kicking dicks. Kicking dicks. The only thing that's coming to my mind is my foot going into people's dicks. No. No, you want to take a more obscure stab? No, yeah, no, I haven't answered yet. I'm, oh, okay. I'm working this out. I'm working this out. Okay, um, kicking dicks, kicking a dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say, and this is this is how white of an answer this is going <laughs> to be, because uh, it's gotta, but you gotta think darker. <sighs> 
Because I know what kicking tires is. Is it the same thing as kicking tires? I don't know what kicking tires is. Kicking is... tires is like window shopping. Like you're just you're not going to buy anything, but you go and, and take a look at everything. Not close, but definitely in the same <laughs> realm. Definitely in the same. Um, the same amount of effort, let's say. I'm going to say kicking dicks is when a woman um, watches men play basketball <laughs> and tries to see the size of their dick through their shorts and to choose which one she's going to fuck at the end of the night. Come on, just say I won. It's a good answer. Just say I won. It's a good answer. Just say I won. All right, you fucking won. Yes. <laughs> no one will ever know what it really means. You want to remain in a mystery? No, tell me what it is. All right. It's when you're home and you do nothing all day long. You're just kicking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> These are the worst slang words ever. I, well, because unfortunately, and, and number, number one, I'm going to say the kicking dicks does not sound like a like an inner city ethnic thing. That does. sounds like some California kid. It does. Yeah, bro, you want to come over, lamp, kick some dicks, my, bro. My dile- Listen to Pennywise, bro. My dilemma with this exercise was that everything I looked up, we kind of knew already. Mm-hmm. It was way too easy, and it kind of is in our everyday speech. No, so I had to go with the more obscure. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah right. I, I no, I, I love, I love, I, I've loved love, every one of those. I love kicking dicks. I love the fact that I dominated that list. I went 10 for 10, um, <laughs> and, and fucking everybody knows it. You get your, you get your G-pass. I feel good about it. As a matter of fact, I think I'm just going to take tomorrow off and just kick some dicks just all day. kick dicks all day. Yeah. Rub your electric hammer on some people. I'm, I'm, later on at the bar, people are getting the electric hammer. <laughs> They're going to get it. For sure. All right. Then you want the extra credit? Yeah, give me the extra credit. we got a few all minutes right. left. Well, the extra credit, I want to say, is uh, related to something I wanted to bring up that we are not celebrating, but um, we are celebrating the life of a rap legend who had passed away this is around the anniversary of his death. Right? Oh, I think I I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mr. Nate Dog. Smoke weed every day. Mm-hmm. So in honor of Mr. Nate Dog, I gave you these two extra credit words. And when the girlies peep him, he's on the glide and swerve. <laughs> when the girlies peep him, is that from a Nate Dog song? Yeah, because he left a gang of those over there on the curb. The glide and on the swerve. Glide and swerve. You could do them separately. Oh, these are two terms. Yeah, we got glide and we got swerve. Oh, well, swerve is a uh, is uh, drinking. Let me get mm. my swerve on. Um. Well, no, 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 no. I always thought swerve was like like uh, getting fucked up, getting well, loose. I mean, I researched these words. And, no, look, and this is what they give us. You're man. the official. All right, so tell me what swerve is. Uh oh, swerve is to um. To dismiss or ignore someone's actions, to resist them. So, he, Oh, so what I do to people every time I walk down the street yeah. in Manhattan? Which I don't get, because when I think of swerve, I think you're getting your swerve on. Yeah, you're, right. You're, Which you're I thought, pimping it, you know? Oh, I thought getting your swerve on was like hanging with your friends and getting fucked up. I, don't, I always thought getting your swerve on was like kind of, you know, you're getting loose, but you're on your game and you want to pip it to some chicks, you know? Okay. But right. I think we're on the same way. That's not what the Urban Dictionary is giving me here. Well, you know, Urban Dictionary is the main uh, authority in slang words. Yeah. So we got to go with what they say. All right. Okay. So, and so what's what the, about glide? Glide. It's kind, it's kind of self-descriptive. Glide like, is cruising in a car. Good enough. <laughs> Thanks. To move smooth or effortlessly. Oh, okay. You yeah. get your glide. That's like legitimately or... the uh, the regular, not even the Urban right. Dictionary, the regular dictionary exactly. version of Glide. Exactly. Okay. White Webster. 
So, you know, as Nate Dogg switches his mind back into freak mode, <laughs> he's on the glide and swerve. He pull out his gantlet and bust us down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, him and, Nate, him and Warren G had to regulate. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So in honor of Mr. Nate Dogg, everyone smoke weed every day and get your glide and swerve on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smoke weed every day. You, you just you did not wait long enough to say that. I know. There's like a thirty fucking second pause. In I didn't want anyone to think the show ended that shit so long. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess awkward high five is over with. I'm gonna shut this off now. Speaking Smoke of, weed every day. <laughs> I miss your taste thank you for your list of slang words. If you can ever come up with around ten more, we'll do that again. Yeah, it's a fun little exercise. I feel, even though I went, even though I, I took a loss there, and I only and I only got almost half. I still feel pretty good about myself. You did well. Thirty-six years old, white, suburban, uh, sort of white. Yeah, well, white. If I had to like fill out some government papers, yeah, but uh, not from the waist down. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Um, but yeah, you did well, and I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, do you have anything else to say? I I enjoyed today. I'm in a good mood. Yeah, I'm gonna you go get like my. I'm gonna get my glide and swerve on. Good. Uh, follow us on awkward at awkward hi five on Twitter. You can always email us at awkward high five podcast at Gmail. Uh, do all the things that uh, supportive listeners do. Yeah, don't be a luddite in tweeting. Yes, don't be a luddite. I'll come smash your computer. All right, Richie's gonna resurge the uh, luddites. <laughs> You're gonna be the. New, they're gonna be the Giordanites. Oh, that'd be awesome. And uh, speaking of, uh, leave a review, written review on uh, iTunes. Once we have 100 written reviews, we're going to throw the 100 written review party. Let's have that party. Everybody's going to be invited. Richie's going to smash computers with his followers. He's going to wear women's underwear. He's going to jump into a pool of his own semen. He's going to swallow goldfish. We're going to turn white rice black. Wow, we got a lot of things to do with this party. A lot party. of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play in my 311 cover band and uh, <laughs> so on and so forth. I just saw they're going back on tour. I was going to send you a little link to it. Thanks. If you want to get tickets. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. So we'll see you guys in a few short days. Lover, where did you go? We first met a long time ago. I always knew how to treat you, but now I can see you through this cloud of smoke. <coughs> with love, with breath, when I smoke you up, even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.